You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. I will awake him is the title of this devotion. You know, the Bible says in Romans 13, it's high time to wake out of sleep. For the day is far spent, I think. Let me just uh, pull that up. I haven't read that for quite a long time. So how does it say it there? Here. And do this knowing the time that now it is high time to wake out of sleep. For now our salvation is nearer than we first believed. The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Therefore let us cast off the works of darkness and let's put on the armor of light. Let's walk properly as in the day, not in revelry or drunkenness or lewdness or lust, not in strife or envy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ to make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lust. And you can see that to awaken means to not allow yourself to be lulled asleep by the fleshly appetites to a, to a condition, a daily living that doesn't connect with God, that doesn't live in communion and fellowship with Him by which we're being kept through His divine nature from the corruption that is in this flesh and that the body receives the life of the Spirit by which we may share in His holy nature and character in the way that we act and react and and the way we think and talk and, and so forth and how we look at things. And that is what it means to be awake. Now, there is this phenomenal part in the scripture about a man called Lazarus whom had died after he had been ill for some time. And Jesus, after he had been dead for four days, came and awoke him. And I believe God is trying to show you and me through that part in the scripture, which is not just a story, it is a real, it's something that really happened. And Lazarus and his two sisters, Mary and Martha, were dear friends of Jesus. Everybody knew Jesus loved Lazarus and loved Mary and Martha, and that he stayed at their home in Bethany very often, not too far from Jerusalem, and that he spent time there as one of the places where he would be able to take some rest or have some time. And there's a lot of beautiful history concerning Jesus' interaction with these three uh, siblings. But now Jesus gets a message, your friend Lazarus, whom you love, is sick, come. And Jesus stayed where he was and he said this, when he heard in verse 4 of John chapter 11, that he Uh, that he said, this sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. 
I would encourage any of you that struggle with illness to confess this scripture. This illness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Father, I thank you. You will glorify Jesus in me by making me perfectly whole. I receive it. I receive my healing. Father, I thank you. Come on, that's a good prayer to pray. Really take that verse 4 of John chapter 11 and begin to pray it. Jesus, it says, loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. It says it, verse 5. So Jesus then said in verse 11, these things he said, and after that he said to them, our friend Lazarus sleeps, but I go that I may wake him, which is the title of today. I will wake him. You see, I believe that there are people that are not just like Lazarus who had physically died, but they are spiritually asleep. They are spiritually disconnected from God. They're spiritually unaware of His presence and power, and they need to be awakened. You see, I believe the great awakening has begun, and I mean what I say. I believe a worldwide awakening has come where there comes such an awakening in the world that society cannot act like we have become a godless generation, but that they start saying, look at this, everybody's turning to God. Everybody's beginning to read the Bible. Everybody's going to church. Everybody's worshiping God and turning away from their works of darkness and evil. Everybody is beginning to believe what the Bible says about them instead of what the world thinks. I believe this awakening has begun, and I mean it. And I believe that God is able to create, to work so mightily in our days that generations will look back at our days and say, those were the days in which God brought about a great awakening and it was desperately needed in that day. And here Jesus said, I will awaken. I am going to wake him. Oh, I'm so grateful that I know a master and savior of my soul, Jesus, who continuously keeps me awake, who keeps me alert and sober and vigilant to perceive and recognize the beautiful fellowship I now have with the Father, the reconciliation I have with God, and that I can live in communion with him 24-7. And I mean that. I wake up in the night a couple of times, and my spirit instantly is conscious of the Lord's presence. Like David says in Psalm 16, I have set the Lord ever before me and I'm always aware of his presence and in his presence is my joy and at his right hand are my pleasures. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. You see, the Lord says in Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1, Arise from the depression and prostration in which the circumstances have kept you. Rise to a new life. Shine. Be radiant with the glory of the Lord, for your light, Jesus Christ, has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Come on, dear friends. It is an awakening time. The great awakening has become, has come. And Jesus went there. And he immediately was 
overwhelmed, so to speak. Not that he was overwhelmed, but immediately everybody came and said, Oh Lord, if you had been here, verse 21, my brother would not have died. Even now I know though, whatever you ask God, he will give you. And Jesus said, your brother will rise again. And Martha said to him, I know he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. And Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, yet he shall live. Whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? And she said, yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son who is to come into the world. And Jesus, seeing the people's sorrow, right? It says in verse 35, Jesus wept. Do not think, dear friends, that your loving Heavenly Father and your Savior are unaware of the challenges you face and that it does not touch them. What you feel, he feels. What you are suffering, he suffers because he's one with you in what you're going through. Jesus wept when he saw the sorrow of the people and, he's, and the people said, see how he loved him. I believe that the Lord himself will show his great love for you. I want to encourage you today. Don't think you're all by yourself and whatever you're going through. And maybe you've been sleepy spiritually, or maybe you know others who are so asleep spiritually, they're totally oblivion to the presence and works of God. And it's painful to see that. There's an awakening. It has begun a great awakening and believe God that you yourself will awake to all he's predestined you to and believe God that you will see others who are asleep right now awake. Believe it for your children. Believe it for your spouse. Believe it for your friends and neighbors. And Jesus said, do you believe this, that I am the awakening? I am the resurrection, which is the same thing. I am the awakening and I've come, I've come to awake. And they, Jesus groaned when he came to the tomb. In other words, oh Lord, what people suffer in their sins and in their depravity and in all their sorrows, oh Lord, Jesus groans seeing you go through your trouble and he's come to bring about a great awakening. He says, take away the stone. Did I not say to you that if you'd believe, you would see the glory of the Lord? And Jesus prayed, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. And I know you always hear me. And because of the, of the people who are standing by, I said this, that they may believe that you sent me. And Jesus shouted out loud, Lazarus, come. And he who had died came out bound hand and foot with grave clothes and his face was wrapped with a cloth. And Jesus said, loose him and let him go. I've come, I've come to wake him. I really believe that there's come a great awakening, that the Lord Jesus has come by his spirit afresh like he never ceases to come. 
I know for some of us, he's been standing at the door knocking, as it says in Revelations 3, verse 19. I stand at the door and knock, verse 20. And if anyone can hear my voice and open the door, I will come in. And I know for some, it's like the Lord's been knocking and knocking and we just haven't responded. We haven't responded, but he keeps knocking because he's come. He's come to bring a great awakening. Now believe this with all your heart that we're living in the beginnings of a phenomenal awakening. Oh friends, the world needs it. It needs a great awakening. And I believe it's by the Spirit of the Lord. It's not by our power or our might, but by His Spirit that we will see this come to pass. Like on the day of Pentecost, Peter and John and James and all of them had been hiding away in fear until that Spirit came with such a wind from heaven. That anointing came in from heaven. That presence of power came in from heaven and a great awakening came in that hostile city who had just over a month before so brutally murdered the Savior. And now that very city that that rejected him had a great awakening. And in one day, 3,000 precious souls were added to the church and daily more were added and later another 5,000. And there just came a great awakening, friends, and it spread all over the world. And we are living in the great awakening because the Lord has come to wake us. Amen. Have a good day.